0: How many of you have found yourself running late for an important meeting because you couldn't find that one thing you needed before you could head out the door? What if I could tell you that in just 10 minutes a day, you could take your home from chaos to calm? Because clutter really is nothing more than postponed decisions. I've created a challenge to help you get ready to ditch your clutter and simplify your life. Want to hear a secret? you actually have the power to create more peace and calm in your home, and you can have it in less than 10 minutes a day. Join the Chaos to Calm Challenge so you can organize your space, create more peace in your home, and focus less on stuff and more on the people you love the most. I want you to be able to effortlessly live clutter-free in your home. This challenge will teach you The proven systems to get clean and clutter-free in 10 minutes or less because we're all busy. How to create more peace and calm in your home and how to focus on what and who you love with an organized space. To join this challenge, just go to barbiejoe.com forward slash challenge. this is Barbie Jo and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We will discuss the tricks of the trade and systems that improve family life and managing at household. Hi, Barbie Jo here. Welcome to another podcast episode of Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. And today I have to tell you, We are talking about balancing life with our new normal. I have on today Lauren Langton, and she is a successful um, travel agent. And she and her husband have worked from home, and she's going to talk to us about how to navigate life in an organized way so you can have success, both professionally and personally. So, welcome to the show, Laura, and tell us a little bit about
1: yourself. Thank you for having me on today, Barbie Jo. Uh, my name is Lorraine Linkton. I am the owner of Pink Pineapple Travel Company. We're based in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I run this travel agency with a team of eight women, all working from home, mostly working moms. And they all love to book vacations for clients all over the globe. But this year has certainly been a challenging year for everyone. And working from home while conducting the household and now teaching or co-teaching our kids has been quite a curveball. I am married to my grade school sweetheart. That's right. We were 12 and 14 when we met. And we've been together 24 years. We just celebrated 15 years of marriage this past September. We are fortunate to have two little girls they are ages six and nine they are in elementary and they were able to be in person school for about eight to 10 weeks in some capacity, but they've been mostly virtual. My husband and I both work in the travel industry. We both work from home, literally in the same office, about six feet from one another. And this was, we worked from home before the pandemic. So working from home was not the challenge. Working from home with children at home constantly and no escape, no business meetings and coffee dates, um, no travel for my husband. He usually travels every single week. So we experienced quite a bit of a change this year, just like everyone else. And I like to say we're juggling balls and balancing Zoom calls with super strong coffee and really good Wi-Fi. <laughs> so um, we are constantly, all four of us, often on Zooms at the same time. And I think that we are ending 2020 with you know feeling pretty good, feeling like we've been able to excel, and we've you know had some highs and lows. But I would like to s- share a couple things that I think your listeners would enjoy, maybe helping them get back to some of the basics and perhaps implementing these into their household. Um, I would say that one thing that works really well for our family is just like a lot of others, clear communications and setting expectations. My husband and I both work, we're both juggling all the, like I said, the calls, the Zoom calls, but we sit down every Sunday With what we call a strategy session. We go over the upcoming week. What's coming up? What are we going to do for meals? My husband is actually the cook in our house, which I'm super blessed and thankful for. And so we meal plan, look at the kids' activities, and then I set up the grocery list and order accordingly. And then we also take that one step further every morning. We kind of check in and particularly like, do you have any really important Zoom calls? Do you have a call with the president or the CEO of his company. Um, Perhaps I have something going on that he knows that I need his extra assistance with while our daughters are um, doing their virtual school. I love to quote um, Brene Brown. I love Brene Brown. She is so awesome. And one of one of her favorites of mine is clear is kind and unclear is unkind, but really that we're doing a disservice to our friends and families and ourselves when we're unclear. So we get really clear, like, hey, I have a call with this person at this time. I'm going to need you to jump into virtual learning at that time and vice versa. And I always joke that we need to have like one of those on-air light-up signs outside of our, our office, so that you can kind of see where, um, you know, who's on the call, and that we're 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 being recorded, or we're on a Zoom, and do not disturb. Then. Next item, I think, I think is super important is that, you know, kind of a top-down culture for our family. Um, You know, as the parents, we set the tone and often as mothers, we set the tone, right? So our family mantra is choose joy. I love that. And so, um, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm doing a breathing exercise or EFT, like tapping or just reciting the words, choose joy. Um, Just reminding my girls of that, that you get to make the day great and Another thing I like to do is play music. Music makes me happy. And when I'm happy, chances are my family is happy too. And we knew this was an important part of our family lifestyle when we built our house in 2017. And we wired speakers in most of the rooms of our house so that we could control the the music and have it going throughout. And it really makes a huge difference. The other thing that we really do from that top-down culture is created a monthly date night budget line item in our budget date night is so important so we started doing this in 2019 and we literally have a certain amount per month that we save it goes into a bank account nicknamed date night and it pays for babysitters our dinners out sometimes it's a group date sometimes it's just the two of us but we believe a healthy marriage you know is is best what's for our girls. And having that time together, just the two of us is is so integral in that. And when it hasn't always been perfect. I mean, we have been married fifteen years. There's lots of highs and lows. And when we first started out, um, we were young. We were married at twenty three and twenty one and our families didn't really ha- weren't able to provide a lot of financial support for college and weddings and we really started out in debt and we had a it was really hard because i was the one paying the bills my husband was looking at buying a new tv and you know i would go why how does he not realize we don't have money for this new plasma tv and we had a come to jesus meeting and made an excel spreadsheet and a plan to eliminate our debt and with that, we have done that, but we also decided to pay bills twice monthly and to pay bills together. And I think this is super critical, developing a systematic approach to such a key stressor or what is a key stressor for many marriages. And it really has created or paved like a, an awesome path financially. And it's really kind of fascinating. When we look back, we still have, we still work out of Excel. We still have a spreadsheet for every year, like a tab for every year. And we look back to those early years of 2005, 06, 07, and it's really exciting to see where we've come from. Um, so that's one of the things. And then just having a rhythm and routine, you know, it applies to our physical health. We both work out every morning. Um, It doesn't have to be expensive equipment. It doesn't have to be an expensive gym membership. There's so many free resources out there or inexpensive things. We literally bought our pre-used treadmill on Facebook marketplace for about $200. And we use that. We probably log like seven to 10 miles every single day between the two of us. And it's um, worth its weight in gold. We probably are due for an upgrade (laughs) at this time, but it works and there's no need for a new one quite yet. Um, I also begin my day with coffee. Like I mentioned, super caffeinated and a devotional book. Um, this year, my book was 365 days of joy and I have my coffee. I read the devotional and I also, um, after I read the one page devotional and they're really quick and really relevant, I also, um, have a gratitude jar, a Mason jar that sits on my desk and I take little pieces of colorful paper, just old cardstock. And I write down something each day that I'm thankful for with the date. And I read it every year on January 1st. And in this past year, 2020, I started off the year in Aruba being a travel agent, it's kind of only fitting that I would be somewhere else for the new year. Um, and it was really such a beautiful feeling inside to sit on the beach in such a gorgeous setting, you know, God given that we could sit there and look through what that year had been and all the highs and lows. And sometimes those one little, um, gratitude things are something so simple. It's sunny today. (laughs) The kids didn't fight so much today. or My husband was home. So um, that really, um, starting the day off with gratitude is a really big part of our rhythm. And then with virtual school, I have timers set on my phone for all of my girls' calls with their teachers. Sometimes my kindergartner, like probably three days a week, has six calls, live calls in one day my third grader has calls. And so I set them up just a few minutes before the actual phone call time or the Zoom call time so that I can get them set up properly. And then for my work, I really am a strong believer in batch working. And I think it. everyone has to find their own sweet spot for what works for them, but working straight uninterrupted on a certain task, for instance, you know, maybe Monday mornings at from 9 to 9.50, I'm doing social media posts for the week or billing or taxes or finances. Um, But usually taking about 40 to 45 minutes, setting a timer and literally working on that one task for that amount of time. And then giving myself the remainder part of that hour, it may be 20 minutes, 15 minutes to go and put a load of laundry in do the dishes, check on the kids, make the bed, et cetera. Because I believe when you work from home, and this was even pre-pandemic, I believe the famous last words are, oh, I'll just do this real quick. (laughs) Because quite frankly, one thing leads to another. And then you see there's dust over here. And you go to get out your cleaning supplies. And then you realize there's fingerprints on the windows. And all of a sudden, that one thing has led to seven. And you've actually detoured from your actual work. It's, it can be quite distracting. And then I also believe that everyone should use the best tools fit for them. So for example, my husband is a digital calendar guy. So, And I am a paper junkie. Always have been. Had a Franklin Covey planner back in the day. And I probably always will be. So I write out the monthly calendar on my paper. I transfer over the super pertinent details that belong on his family calendar, dental appointments, extracurriculars that are routine, like every Monday and Wednesday nights, and any other, um, you know, details that he would need to know. And then I have my paper calendar ready for myself. I have the timers, like I said, for my girls calls on my phone, but I also have, I'm a paper person. So I also have a mommy folder with, the school info that I need to have at my fingertips, passwords, their schedules printed out, their teachers' um, contact info, etc. I believe the biggest hack, though I would say it's not just a mom hack, but just working woman hack of twenty twenty would be to have wireless earbuds. Just really feel like they are such a sanity saver. I listen to podcasts every single day. And I take work calls. While I'm doing that, I can be running up and down the stairs in between my kids' uh, virtual learning areas. And just being hands-free makes the world so much easier, runs smoother. And as I mentioned, podcasts, audiobooks. um, I'm a big believer in seeking out others who are just steps ahead of you. So if you are in the baby stage of motherhood, maybe – Find a mentor mom that is just a, f- a few years ahead of you that you know, just they still remember what teething was like or potty training, um, but they also can give you a little light at the end of that tunnel and go, it's going to get better or don't forget this. And they have little tips and tricks that are still fresh on their mind and give you something to um, get excited about what's, what's ahead. Every phase is so beautiful. There's so much to learn at each step of of the motherhood journey, and then don't recreate the wheel. So, um, some people get intimidated by Pinterest and other social media, and they feel like they need to have it picture perfect. But without living in the same communities as our mothers and grandmothers and multi generations like we used to, you know, a lot of times it's easy to feel isolated and lost. I don't live near my family immediately. Um, I've lived all over the country. And without your own mom or grandma or aunts, that you can call up and say, how do you do this? And can you show me how to do that? You know, it, it can, like I said, feel a little isolating. So with that, I do believe that, you know, you can look to Pinterest, you can look to mom's groups, mops, there's so many resources. So you're never alone. And then I think if 2020 has taught us anything, it's to be flexible, adaptable. Um, don't be afraid to pivot. I mentioned I moved all over. My husband and I have moved five times in 12 years. Um, spreadsheets, being organized, um, having those clear communications and expectations, who's doing what, helps being on the same page. Um, realizing you can't control everything and you do have to let some things go. And you know what we're learning this year with virtual learning, with just being flexible, if your child's having a rough day and I have a special or additional needs child, I, I communicate with the teachers. We're having a tough day right now. So we're just gonna take a break, a brain break. We're gonna go outside. We're not gonna be on this live Zoom or whatever it may be. So we... Definitely, you know, just communicate. We give tons of grace. As a business owner, I give a lot of grace to my team. Like I mentioned, they're all women, most of them are mothers. You know, I realize that we spent a lot of our time early on with the pandemic on the phone, on hold, canceling trips. It was really, you know, in some ways a bit saddening and depressing for not just our clients, but for us as well. And so managing that and the children and the household. Um, we've really, you know, I want to make sure that my team knows that when they're ready to book travel, they may, when their clients are ready, they're ready. And, um, we're just all extending a ton of grace and I know it's appreciated. And with that said, like if you're, if if the learning takes place outside of the four walls of the school or the iPad in, in this Place like we love to bring our kids in the kitchen with us and have them cook with us. We talk to them about the different cuts of meat. We talk to them about here's how you brine or here's how what this rub. Um, measuring when they were ba- um, measuring different things, so they're constantly doing math. They're constantly learning. I remember so vividly when they were babies. We always had a two story home, and I would take them up and down the stairs and I would count like one through 14 and vice versa. We went back down. I'd I'd count again and they would know their numbers so, so quickly, so early on. And then once we kind of got bored with that, then I switched it over to Spanish. So we haven't gone into any other languages yet. (laughs) Maybe I should, but, um, and then I also, Obviously, I own a travel agency. I do believe in travel and showing your kids the world. My nine-year-old is on her second passport. So there's um, obviously, but through travel, there's great ways to show your kids how others live, learn, speak, eat, you know, et cetera. So it's such a global experience is going to make a lasting impression on them. And then ironically, the I would say my last tip is to leave room for spontaneity <laughs> because um, although I said I'm from Indianapolis, I'm actually chatting with you live from Austin, Texas because my husband had a work trip. He was going to be away in Austin for a week. And since we are virtual with school and I can work from anywhere, we decided to just pack up for the week and head to Texas. And he is working from his office here while we are working in schooling from the hotel. So we were, um, we've were we done this several times and it's just a really fun way to make lemonade of the lemons that we're, we're handed. Our girls are fantastic travelers as you might expect. And they just, they squealed with excitement that, oh my gosh, we're going to Texas. Their teachers were fantastic working with us. And I'll be honest, this morning, we had a a little bit of a rough start. We got here last night and I just knew they needed a little break. So we did recess at the pool already today. And in addition to that, before this trip, uh, about a week ago or so, I actually researched the local grocery store nearest to the hotel. I already I had made a grocery list, so I signed up for the rewards program and planned a curbside pickup, which I did this morning at seven a.m. before my husband left for work. And then I also sat down one day for bre- at breakfast with my girls, and we were going over with my husband like what we wanted to do in Texas, and then also created a packing list based on the weather forecast and our activities. And I wrote that all down and then they were able to go at their leisure pack based on that. And of course, mom gets final say, but quite frankly, they did a fantastic job, um, picking out, you know, everything and, and it was pretty hands off for me. So delegating (laughs) as they, if your children are old enough to do so, um, is, is key. So, preparing in advance, um, you know, snack boxes, you know, for the airplane. I have a, we could probably do an entire session about traveling with kids, Barbie Joe, you know, with tips and tricks. And I I think my oldest has been on well over a hundred flights. So they are well-traveled and they love it. Um, And we're going to make memories here and we're going to experience a little bit of um, beautiful sights and scenery here. And again, 2020, we all need a new, um, some new scenery. So we're enjoying that.
0: Thank you so much for being with us today. You've shared so much wisdom with us and some great tips. And we would love to have you back on the show to talk to us about traveling with kids. Now tell us, how can we find you if we want to check out what you do for a living? Because it sounds amazing.
1: I'm so glad that you could have me on here today. Um, I thank you for inviting me. like I said, I've been a listener of your podcast, and I, I love hearing about all these great people and resources, and I'm hoping that I can be a resource to others. Um again, I'm Lauren with Pink Pineapple Travel. You can find me on all the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest, and it's at Pink Pineapple Travel. I always say pink like the color, pineapple like the fruit, travel.com. And same with the website, pinkpineappletravel.com. And I would love to come back and talk about traveling with kids. I think um, we could even get my little ones on here for a little snippet of an interview. They would love that. And I could be a great resource to your audience, your listeners, about how to travel with kids with less stress. Thank you again. I hope you have a great day. Okay. We will for sure have you on the show again. Thanks for spending
0: your day with us. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out our website at Barbiejoe.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to check out my programs. I'd love to have you join me at Barbiejoe.com.